Hello, everybody. Josh and Jared coming at you from Built Blue, where the conversations are real, and we are just here to have a good time. So whether you're listening to us from work, home, or on the road, welcome. How are you doing today, brother? Oh, man. It's a fantastic Monday. He says that as he just takes a sip of coffee. Yeah, I know, right? You got to enjoy the little things in life. Oh, yeah. And you got to try new things in life, I think, too. Oh, I agree. And, you know, on that note, actually, I just, this is a newer coffee I started getting. It's Craven's. Oh, really? It's a good coffee. It is good. It is good. And especially in the old Stanley French press. Oh, boy. That's the only way to cook coffee. I'm not against an auto drip or anything like that, but, you know, something about a French press just. It gets you going and brings the flavors out a little bit more. Yeah, good thing. Yeah, it is a good time. But I think, I think that opens up a lot of. Do you think people are scared of like trying new things in life? Oh, I I guarantee that's like, that's you a, look the at, way a lot of people end up getting settled in life. Exactly. Well, you look at even like small town America. Right. You know what I mean. You ever? I mean, I've never personally moved to a small town where I didn't already either grow up in or live there for years and years. Right. But I feel like I look at like local or police departments or, you know, fires or even politicians. Politicians would probably be a perfect example because every time when they're campaigning, all they want to talk about is what they're going to change, what's going to be different, how it's going to be better. Right. And then they get in office. Excuse me. As the allergies kick in this morning, uh, they get in office and. It's almost like, do you think it's the fact that they were just lying while they were campaigning? Or do you think it's backlash from people really not wanting shit to change? I think I think it's a little bit of both. Without diving too far into like the whole political realm, we all know politicians and are grand liars in lots of ways. True. But no I think politics. Rule one. You have you have politicians anybody your your boss your supervisor will come to you these grand ideas these grand changes and at first everyone's excited because oh it's new and different well then you go to implement those changes and everybody people pushes don't back. like them no no because change is scary you never know what's going to happen the system works right now yeah it may not be the best system mm-hmm. but it works for you right now that's true and so you know whether it's in your personal life work life watching your favorite news and who's campaigning at the time or running the government change is change is happening everywhere or talk of change and it never it never comes easy it never comes easy no. for anybody I well can, even if you look at minor changes like like if somebody decides to start dieting or exercising or something like that or you look at like a major life change like losing a family member oh yeah that's a prime example of change is going to happen whether we like it or not i mean we've all had those those people in our lives that kind of when your children growing up it almost it almost never clicks in your head that one day either you or them because accidents happen or whatever they're going to be gone right you know you're going to be separated from each other yeah and and whether whatever you believe in whether you think you go to a a better place or I know there's people out there that think you just get put in the ground and that's the end of the day. Yeah. Whatever your beliefs are. No, exactly. And I think us being younger, um, we see grandparents and older people and you know, I think both of us are more realistic and you see older people and they're like, yeah, one day they're not going to be here. And that's more of expected, but then you have cousins, friends, brothers, sisters, Mm -hmm. 
They don't even have to and be friends. Just people just, you know. Exactly. And it doesn't really, I, even for me, when a younger person I know passes away, mm-hmm. it's, it's never expected, of course. And it always comes with a, a sharp, harsh surprise. Yeah. It, no, it definitely does. But that's even, I think, a prime example, I, and I won't name names because obviously the court proceedings are still ongoing and you know people are affected in a negative way but there was a guy uh that i saw in a news article i played basically i guess what most people would know to it as is pop warner football you know like little kid i don't know if it was fifth between fifth and eighth grade something in there right. i played football with this guy he's going on trial for murder oh wow oh yeah he's a it's alleged that he like stabbed somebody a bunch of times and left them and Holy crap. Yeah, and then admitted to it when he was in jail on additional charges. Jeez. You know, but that's even, even without people passing away, or that's a big, you know, you see those articles of murderers getting arrested or rapists and things like that, but then when it happens and it's just somebody, we weren't even friends. I just basically knew the guy's name and yeah. knew his face. Right. But you don't expect things like that in life. No, exactly. And... It just goes to show you not only how change happens, but time changes people. I mean, oh yeah, there's people that I've grown up around or know of, and I didn't go to public school very long. I finished out third grade and up is was homeschooling, mm-hmm. as you know. But some of the kids that I it was in a small town, so I I still knew most of them, and you know some of them have since passed away. Some of them I I don't know where where they are, and some of them have turned to drugs and a bad lifestyle of some sorts. You know, some of them are really good people. They're they're doing oh, yeah. great in life, you know. Oh, There's yeah. it's a mix of everything, but at the same time you think about it, you know, that's really crappy for the ones who've fallen off the edge and gone off the they've strayed from the straight and narrow as we all have at one point in our life. Of course. But it takes a little bit of everything to make the world go around. When I say everything, I mean different types of people. I mean, if we didn't have bad guys, you wouldn't have cops. Exactly. exactly. You know, they keep us in business. Yeah, it's job security. You and know, if you didn't have sick people, you wouldn't have hospitals. Exactly. And you know. so, I mean, yes, would the world be better without all those things? Yeah. But, and I'm not saying that we we need bad guys and we need sick people. And it's just it just goes shows that there's a there's a circle of life. It makes it takes a little bit of everything to, for, the world to go around and things to continue, as as they always have since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, looping back around to change and changes in, you know, your life, whether whether it's a traumatic, you don't have a choice change or maybe like for us, we just bought our first, our first house and a little bit of a change, a little bit of a change. We went from a split level, kind of crappy duplex apartment, um, we had boxes everywhere. I, it's just, we just ran out of storage. We didn't have room for everything. Mm-hmm. And we found this good sized house, just almost 3000 square feet. And we love it. We love it. But still at the same time, now we have a mortgage that we're, you know, we're set into for 30 years if we don't pay it off sooner. And that's at first it was a little bit scary. I'm like, I am, I, it's not like with rent, if the bills get tight, you can move back in with mom and dad, if that's an option, or you can find something cheaper or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's in rents, rents, usually cheaper than depending on where you live right exactly around here rent 
is usually cheaper than your mortgage unless you go for a massive place but yeah which of course the massive places are tempting because they're so pretty they are so pretty they're so makes you think you're going to be on mtv cribs or something right and then you look at the bill to keep the dang lights on shit bro yeah it's that's a that's one big change i can think of that's happened in my life and it went well i mean i've got a good a good partner my amazing wife i mean you know we relied on each other and got got it done and of course we're still moving in there's still a crap ton of boxes everywhere takes time it takes some time and of course she won't let me touch the boxes because <laughs> she does not want me putting things away apparently i don't do it correctly or something i don't fold t-shirts right at my house so yeah, yeah. i don't fold anything right but i i don't know yeah. i don't do but she still right wants you to house. do laundry and clean up and yeah i still do the laundry and i still clean up and stuff but i don't do it right i just do it exactly <laughs> i get it gets to a point you've been together long enough it's like yeah if it makes her mad oh well or you go to the old adage of, well, I'm going to do it terribly, so she stops asking me to do it. Yeah, I've I've attempted that, but then I always feel bad. <clears throat> right? She always looks at it like brokenhearted, like, are you kidding me? Like, come on, dude. You did this right last week. Now yeah. you're going to. Now you're going to screw it up. It's almost like our, our, our women call bullshit on the stuff that we pull sometimes. Oh, I guarantee they call bullshit. Yeah. They probably call bullshit on everything. It's just a matter of if they actually admit that they're calling bullshit or not. Or they just want to. Just be like, you know, screw it. I'm not going to deal with caveman right now. Exactly. But see, and that's even, that kind of branches off a little bit into, like, the one thing that kind of irritates me the most is when people, what's the correct, I guess the simple way to put it is just feeling sorry for yourself kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Or you settle. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, those are, we're completely joking when we talk about arguing or doing shit wrong on purpose, or are we? But, you know, I'm, now I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking... Like, you know, those people that, and there's nothing wrong with working is working as long as you're not perfectly capable and sitting at home and molesting the system for no reason. You know, if you were a hardworking individual, you're a hardworking individual. No, exactly. But there's people out there that want to change stuff, whether it's their job or whether it's uh, personal life choices or fitness levels, for God's sake. Right. You know, but I don't, I think the thing people don't really comprehend is like, they look at the big picture. Okay. So they think like if you're 320, 330 pounds with a terrible body fat percentage or something like that, Uh you look at the big picture, which is you want to be 200 pounds and better you. And yeah. And you want to look, you know, you don't want to be ashamed to take your shirt off. Cause I've, I've obviously personally been there where I don't want to do that kind of things. But so you look at the big picture and it's almost intimidating. It's like going oh, to the it is, yeah. it's like going to the gym and being that 330 pounds of of bigness. <laughs> and then you see somebody that's like in a position that you want to be and it almost intimidates you. It does. And it makes you not want to go to the gym. Yeah. Well, and then at the same time you're also cuz now you're you're that chubby guy, that fluffy guy at the gym and mm-hmm. you know there's those douchebags out there head look and be like oh i'm better than that oh this we, we know guy. we know how people think oh, exactly and then and you kind of i've been in that position where i don't you know i don't have the six pack i'm not ripped or still not but anyways hashtag dad bot yeah yeah right <laughs> I get, I, I, my goal is to retransform or i shouldn't say retransform just transform the dad bot to where it's uh reinvent re, re, reinvent the wheel so to speak actually you know I, before a little incident here a few months ago happened, I was in, I was in pretty damn good shape. Yeah. And you know, yeah. 
some Oreos and pizza of not being able to go to the gym as well right now. Well, I was sneaking off to the gym with you trying to get, trying to be a lookalike or something. You were doing damn good, bro. But really, it's like, it's almost to the point where, you know, like I said, you look at people go to the gym and they want to make themselves better, but then they see things like that and it intimidates them to not doing it. But do you really think, and like we said, there are those assholes that, Yeah. yeah, they might be in pretty good shape and they they look at larger people that go to the gym to make themselves better as almost like a joke or right. something like that. But for the most part, in the majority, is it almost kind of selfish of someone to say, everybody's looking at me? I think I think they're using it almost as an excuse, actually, to not you know, do it. I mean, I know personally, I've, I've felt it. Like, I've gone to the gym and been, like, intimidated, whether there's just, like, a shitload of people there or... You know, maybe you catch people looking at you. Right. And also, you got to think too. Maybe they're just looking at you because they want the dumbbells you have in your hand. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've, I've, you know, we've both well, we've both gone to the gym enough to where you know that really most ninety, I would say ninety eight percent of your people that go to the gym, they could give a crap less about who's in there. Oh, exactly. And unless you brought your workout partner, it's just if you see someone looking at you, like Jared just said, they probably want your dumbbell or your bench or something, or maybe they're watching your form. You know, maybe they're just seeing how you're doing an exercise. I have what that's, I've never had a personal trainer. I've got my lifts up pretty heavy and it was just all from either watching people or watching YouTube videos. So, you know, what? all I have to say is who gives what in, gives a crap about what anybody else is thinking. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I know obviously people can't afford like to put a, a home gym, you know, in their house. Cause that's going to be a good Fifteen twenty thousand dollar venture for oh yeah if you a want a hat. good one if you want a good one yeah, yeah unless you just want to buy like one of those thousand dollar Amazon ones that has like sixty machines all wrapped in one that takes up your whole house and weighs without throwing names out there something flex oh yeah you could <laughs> buy one of those which those are just the smoothest things in the world everybody knows that yeah but you know if you either go with a workout partner or whether you just put headphones on and listen to your listen to your tunes. Or you yeah. know you could always your favorite li- podcast. You could listen to your favorite podcast. We we love you. You exactly. know we'll we'll talk you through them them gym times. Right. Don't give a shit what other people think. Just do you. Just do you. You know keep that. Like I was saying, I keep going off. I've got a little bit of ADD or something like that. I think nothing against intimidate. Nothing to offend people that actually are diagnosed with ADD. But I'll uh, squirrel. Um, <laughs> But I think he does a lot. going back to the main point, like people look at these big pictures and they get intimidated by these big pictures, like losing a lot of weight or maybe getting to the job you want or the promotion that you want or buying the house you want. Right. But they don't break that big picture down and think, okay, I have to start off with, I have to crawl before I walk. I have to walk before I run. Exactly. And I have to run one lap before I can run 50 laps. Yep. So look at these big pictures as a bunch of either little steps or little pictures to think I have to get to A to get to B, I have to get to B to get to C, so on and so forth until you get to your end that goal. big picture. Yep. You it's know, a challenge. Yeah, exactly. Like anything worth having is you, you know, unless you're one of those genetic freaks that I hate because <laughs> you can just eat whatever you want and stay with like a lean whatever look that you've got right uh, little brother over here who's sitting next to us li- listening in on the raw raw podcast right now he's he's one of those guys he can eat a hawk box from mcdonald's and which is two big macs two chicken nuggets and two 10 
piece of chicken nuggets and mm-hmm. then two things of fries and he's fine oh yeah and if i ate that i'd probably wake up the next day like five pounds heavier oh yeah but the big thing is like you got to realize you're not going to work out once or go run once and wake up and be 20 pounds lighter you might feel better oh, i yeah. mean you're definitely going to feel better oh, about yourself that yep as long as you're like hydrated and eating the right food yep. you know not and you gotta you can't eat i i've told people when they when so well you know, we're kind of rolling with working out here and you know transforming your body people come and ask me you know what, what should i do i'm just wanting to lose some weight and so we just get it down to losing weight i'm like i'll tell you right <coughs> now don't weigh yourself every day that's going to depress you it's going to drive you up a fucking wall yeah, exactly you there's going to be days where you don't lose any weight there may be a day when you go and weigh yourself and you've got water weight it happens mm-hmm. you weighing yourself every day doesn't work weigh yourself once a week yeah and take your first pictures if you if you want to do that if you want to do a side by side of your transformation journey mm-hmm. take a before picture and don't even touch that camera or even look at that picture until you are at least six weeks in it takes four weeks for your body to get into a routine and start adapting dramatically and being able to increase whether it's stamina endurance weight loss anything like that mm-hmm. and and then it just carries on after that so wait until six weeks before you take a look at pictures or try to compare or anything like that. Otherwise focus on the feel good of working out, how your body's going to start feeling better, how your mood's going to increase. And you just focus on those little highs that you get from those things. Exactly. And you're, and then next thing you know, six months down the road and you're starting to turn heads again. Exactly. Focus on the little things because they're what's going to build the big thing. Exactly. Whether that be, and I know like Josh said, we're on the, the topic of working out or kind of using that as a lot of examples, but that applies to almost anything. Oh, it does. Like you look at shift work, you know, like say you're the, the beat cop that has been jockeying the same car in the same neighborhood doing the same job, you know, and you want to get to the position of either like maybe a detective if you work for a big department or maybe you want to handle a dog or something like that, you know, a, you got to tell somebody what you want. Right. Like, you can't just sit there and jockey that same car every day and not say a word and expect people to be able to read your mind. Right. And think, oh, he wants to be a detective. We better we better make that happen. Right. Exactly. You know, the old, the old thing that one of my high school mentors used to say is a closed mouth doesn't get fed. No, exactly. That's the truth. You know, now I'm not telling you to walk into your boss's office and demand promotions and do all this stuff. But I want to be the chief of police. Yeah. <laughs> this is my job now. You're in my chair. Hit the bricks, kid. Yeah, yeah don't do that. <laughs> but a perfect example, I have a, a family member that I'm actually extremely proud of because the man is my uncle, my mom's uh, brother. And I'm not blowing smoke of his ass, but it's a it's a good example of little things, little steps, making these huge changes you know and it takes time he started i can't even remember the company's name i think it's a it's a development architectural he's not an architect but he's in the uh higher up admin office type of thing right but he started with this company when he was 18 in the mailroom okay now i want to say he's in his mid 50s worked for the same company and now he is third from the top of an international company. Wow. He answers to two people and that's it. Crazy. He has people with master's degrees that work for him. This man has a GHD or a GED. Right. And he started in the mailroom. Yeah. 
and he slowly, and that's what he always told me growing up with jobs that I hated or anything like that. You know, you have to show people your value and we all have it. All right. Like, don't just sit there and think, well, I'm just a, I'm just a fucking loser and I don't do anything. And it's like, yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah. But the you fact that you're be, working, especially in this day and age, that is good on you for that. I don't, I don't care if you're flipping burgers at McDonald's or you are a CEO of a company. The fact that you are in the working force says a lot about you this day and age. Oh, yeah. And the fact that you're willing to keep working. But, and at the same time, like, I know a lot of people dog on the, like, the motivational DVDs and speeches and stuff like that. But it makes sense. It's like, how bad do you want to get to where you want to get? Right. You know, it's almost like if you are, and I know there's people out there that maybe they had the idea or something like that, but starting a podcast like this, you know, yeah, we can sit on a couch and talk about it all day long, but until you buy the microphone, you buy the recorder, you buy all the things you need, you get the, you learn how to, what it takes to post them to podcast sites. Exactly. Like, of course I can sit around all day and and talk about how I want to be 100 pounds, 200 pounds of lean, 2% body fat, ready to go to a bodybuilding show. Right. But what are you doing to actually make that happen? happen? What are the small steps that you're taking to get to the big picture of what you want in life? Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. And it's, uh, and kind of goes back to just always making yourself a better you. Yeah. And, never never settling and that could be anything you know like we said we keep touching on certain little things but it's even maybe if you want to try something different like if you want to do you know if you want to buy like one of my hopefully soon to be goals is to buy a motorcycle and start that avenue of life of being able to ride motorcycles in the summertime the fall the spring i know dad does it it's what dad does it and uh I've got I've got a bike. Can't really ride it right now, but I've got a bike. It's a thing. It's, yeah, it's a thing. Little brother's got a bike. Yeah, it's it's amazing. But it's even you know expanding, expanding your horizons. Whether it's getting a gym membership, or even if you don't want to get a gym membership, do push-ups at your house. Like there's it's, so much body weight stuff. Oh yeah, there's do. so yeah. much body weight stuff. That or just changing your diet. That is eighty. Some people are. It started out at 70% of it, and now they're even saying it's up to 80% of your fitness goals ha- starts with the food. And it really does. I mean, you are what you eat. That's oh, yeah. one of my favorite IFBB pros likes to say. Mm-hmm. And so it's just start with that foundation. And the foundation could be if you're one of those people that has, has to look at something, sit down with that notebook and write out, this is where I want to be. Make it realistic, like Jared said. Yeah. You do 20 push-ups for every day for a week. Don't expect to wake up and look like hulk hogan that's not gonna happen but you could probably expect to be able to wake up the next monday and be able to do 30 instead of 20 exactly and it's it's, little progress yes exactly and and always realize that there's someone out there that is worse off than you and And they're not doing shit about it exactly and then there's also those people who are worse off than you and they are doing everything Mm -hmm. that they can to better themselves we have a actual green beret here in the valley who while he was overseas, and you might know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to throw names out there right now. But he got blown up while he was overseas, and he was a massive dude. I mean, just fit, looked amazing, super strong. Guys and girls, you know, 
drooled over his body. I almost guarantee it. If you look at his before and at, before pictures, before mm-hmm. he got hurt. And he came back and he was he was small. He was in a wheelchair. I mean, he couldn't walk. Oh, he, yeah. he still has a problem talking very well. He still walks with a limp. But you watch that guy in the gym now. He's pretty big again now. He and his one of his arms doesn't work very well. He actually has to strap that arm and hand into whatever weights he's doing to get it because he can't grip grip things very well. But oh. this guy will deadlift. Still, he'll deadlift 450, 500 pounds. And oh, he's, wow. that's with one bad leg and one bad arm. Hmm. And so this guy, and he pushes himself yeah. every day. And it's you look at someone like that, and they almost, I don't like to say it like this, but they almost have a reason to just kind of give up and sit around and be like, you know what? Life screwed me over, so I'm just going to sit here and woe is me. But that's not what you need to do. You, no one has that right. But that's kind of the society standard. It is. You know, is if something like that does happen to you, first off, that sucks. Right. But, you know, people in society, like if that guy goes through those injuries and goes through those things, if he decided he just wanted to sit in a wheelchair and be that guy that does whatever, right. is anybody really going to give him any grief about it? Oh, no. 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 You but might now have that he's actually doing something about it, now they'll look at him and think, oh, well, what's your excuse? Right. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, you can't, you can't compare apples to oranges, as I put it. Like right. Everybody's situation is different. Exactly. Granted, you know, there's always that basis of doing little things to make big changes in your life. Exactly. But... You can't compare A to B and so on and so forth. Right. You know, it's different. Yeah. It's never the same thing. No, I agree. And all I, all I have to say is, do you, do you want to be a victim or do you want to be a survivor and a fighter? And maybe you have something going on where you can't do certain things. Maybe running is not an option for you or maybe you can't go in and lift weights or, you know, you've got certain problems, but I guarantee you can change your diet. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've got a couple, a guy I used to work with. He was a big boy. He always was. And both of him and his wife were heavier. And they decided to go on a journey together. And they don't go to the gym or anything. They just did the actual code red diet is what they decided to do. And over a period of, I want to say, it's either six to eight months between the two of them, they lost I wanna, anywhere from 100 to 150 pounds or something. Together? Or together. Each? Oh, wow. Together. Yeah. Not impressive. Now, they both, I mean, they both look really good. I almost don't even recognize them. Mm-hmm. And they both feel amazing. They, you know, they, I guarantee their quality of life that they have with each other and is amazing. And then also the one relationship you have with your children, because we all know when you eat that greasy cheeseburger, you eat that whole Domino's box of pizza, as I do from time to time, you yeah. kind of feel like dog crap for the next day or two. Yeah. You just want to sleep. Uh, yeah, exactly. You just want to take a nap. Yeah. All the coffee in the world cannot wake you up from that gut bomb. But, yeah, no. you know, it, that's what we just encourage you to do mm-hmm. is be a better you. You don't have to go crazy, but just look at yourself and be like, what could I improve? What could I do better at? You know, I try to do that in my marriage as well sometimes. And I think, you know, I'm the wife brags about me a lot, I guess. I don't know. I don't always agree with her because I don't think I'm the best thing in the world, but she does. <laughs> and But at times, I also kind of sit back and there's times where I'm like, okay, I'm doing pretty good. I haven't done anything new in our relationship lately. What can I change up? Mm-hmm. So today I made a change. I decided to put the bag of coffee away instead of leaving it on the counter all day. Hey, yeah. small picture. Oh yeah, she giggled as she walked out the door. I'm like, what did I do with the coffee? And I'm like, oh, hey, I put it away. And I'm like, look at that. 
<laughs> changing things already. Exactly. It got me half a brownie point, maybe. And that it may, yeah, maybe. She half probably a forgot about it. But already. like I said, it's small picture stuff leading to big picture stuff. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You got to score one point to get to a hundred. Mm-hmm. But I think it even. Oh, excuse me, as the allergies continue to kick my ass this morning. No, man. I do not envy you, bro. No, I know. But it even turns into when you start thinking about, like, the dimensions in somebody's life. You know, really, you could look at yourself as ten different people. Like, Uh you could look at yourself as, you could look at, I could look at myself as Jared at home. Jared as as a husband. Jared as a son, as a brother. Right. At work. You know, there's so many different versions of yourself, basically. Exactly. Whether it be in, like, fitness and diet or anything. And I feel like people sometimes, like, you look at the workaholics or something, they focus on who they are at work. Right. And sometimes they don't focus on who they are at home, Uh who they are as a husband, who they are as a brother. And I think that, as a person speaking from a law enforcement career field... And obviously, knowing like my father, my grandfather, who have done the same thing, right. the divorce rates, you know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. law yeah. enforcement and military, and like there's plenty of uh, professions out there that do the same thing. But as an example, they're professions that require you to be committed to them. Yes. Whether that be in training, in through long, an academy, long hours, long hours yep. like literally you have to do. During your work week, if you're lucky enough to get days off, shout out to the nursing staff that they don't know what a day off is. Right, exactly. But you look at when you work those 410 graveyard shifts, like the 9 p.m. to 7 in the morning, you pretty much have time to go to work, go home, sleep, wake up, and go back to work. Exactly. That's about all you got time to do. And that's rough on you and if you have a family. Which that's majority of your week right there gone. Exactly. You know, you get three days, you get four days, you got to exist like that. And then in in return, you get a paycheck and you get three days to do whatever you want if you don't sleep all of those three days, which eventually that sleep bug is going to catch up to you. Uh, It's a debt that always needs to be repaid. But I think that has something to do with, that might be a contributing factor to divorce rates. Because it's mm-hmm. so easy in those per, in these professions, or any profession really, if you're just that type of person, to focus so hard on your career or the person you are in a career, you right. take for granted or you don't focus that much on who you are as a husband, as a father, as a brother, right. as a son. You know, we've all fallen into those grooves, especially uh-huh. when, you know, the if you're... If your big picture dream is just to become a police officer and then finally you get that opportunity to be a police officer, you're going to dive in. Oh, definitely. Like, oh, because you finally are getting, you've reached your mountaintop, as some would say. Right. So it becomes a thing of, I'm done. Right. Like, I'm here. You know, it's like football players or baseball players or whatever that, or boxers or whoever that finally get to the NFL or the or the major leagues or yeah, that pro card. That pro card. If, right. if you're a bodybuilding fitness fan connoisseur kind of thing, you know, you hit that that mountain peak where a lot of people, and I know uh, for all my big sports fans out there like I am, I think that's what leads to. Have you ever heard the term draft bust? I haven't, no, actually. So it's basically. Uh, Somebody goes to the NFL or the major leagues or they get drafted to professional baseball or basketball 
And in high school and college, they were fantastic. They right. did all these things that were like great, but then they make it to the pros and it just doesn't work out. Like they yeah. don't, they just don't do very well once they get to the pros. And I think that has to do with people that looking at, like I said, I've never been an NFL draft pick, no matter how bad I wanted to be growing up. <laughs> um, but those are almost the people that look at it as, oh, I got drafted. I'm on an NFL team. Right. I'm done. When really, when you look at it from the outside looking in, that's when the real work starts. Exactly. Because you now, you now got there, but now you got to stay there. You know, nobody in professional sports or any profession you could really say at the end of the day, they don't give a crap how, how much you think of yourself. You know, they don't care that, oh, we just promoted this guy and now he wants to take a month off because right. he just feels like the work's done. I'm here now. Right, yeah. You no. know, once you get there, that's when the work starts. That's, there's always going to be somewhere to fill that. Someone lined up to fill your spot if you decide to be that guy who and, want, thinks it's time to just. And if you're going to be that back. guy, I guarantee that person behind you wants it a hell of a lot more than you. And do. he will kick you down. And he, oh, and he will take it. Oh, yes. They will take it. Yep. But it's just like even like we keep coming back to the fitness and nutrition. You can lose that 100 and 150 pounds, but how easy is it to put it back on? Oh, you'll, so really you nice. will hit that mountain peak uh -huh. and then think, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I, I can got go, it. I can go back to Eat eating my, my McDonald's and my Taco Bell and my eating my Domino's pizza all to myself, and I'm fine. 10-hour gaming sessions or exactly just vegging. Yeah, no, it's... And it's, that's... Oh, that reminds me, now that you say the veg sesh... That's the people that, and I've done it too. I'm not saying I'm without sin in any way, shape, or form. But those people that say they don't have time. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, how long did you spend this morning watching Netflix? Right, exactly. Or how long did you lay in your bed after your alarm went off right. playing on your phone? Yep. I did that this morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're all lie. guilty of it. I woke up at 5 o'clock this morning. I laid in my bed for about 45 minutes. Didn't feel like forty five minutes, but I just looked up and forty five minutes had gone by. Oh yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, there went a little chunk of my day. Yeah, exactly. Time you, you never know. get back. Exactly. Technology is a freaking. But maybe instead of watching killer. four episodes on Netflix, you watch three. Right. You just earned yourself an hour. Right. Exactly. Or instead of watching four, you watch two. Or you know, even better. How about this? You go to the gym, or you do your meal prepping for a few days or something. You know, burn up an hour or two of bettering yourself. And then reward yourself with a couple episodes of something. Exactly. Well, personally, and I know people's financial situations obviously are always different, but I'm, you know, having an iPad and Wi-Fi at my house. Right. I will, because uh, my iPad is in an OtterBox that comes with a little kickstand thing right. that helps it stand up straight. I'll turn my Netflix on on my iPad and put it on the counter, and I'll watch my Netflix while I'm doing my meal prep. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. You know, I've done that before, too. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. Or drop your phone in your pocket, plug your headphones in, turn on your favorite podcast. All right, there you go. We're here for you. We'll get you through that meal prep. Hashtag Bill Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's... there. Yeah, time Time should never be, be an excuse. I mean, for some of you people out there, oh, I need 10 to 12 hours of sleep at least a day. Bullshit. I'm sorry. Unless you have some sort of medical disorder where you need that much sleep there, there's something wrong go fix it you need six to eight as an adult i mean in granted, maybe, maybe that's a little harsh six, but. To, six to eight conservatively 
But then you also have to, like, I know everybody has that day off where you've got nothing on the schedule oh, and yeah. you get to catch up on those Z's. Do it. And it feels phenomenal. After I just said that, still make sure you're getting enough sleep. But if you go to bed at eight and you're not waking up until half an hour before you've got to go to work, which is 12 hours later, mm-hmm. it's, you got, you got enough sleep. Wake up an hour early. Make yourself that salad. Or make that lunch so you're not lunchtime at work and you're rushing to the drive-thru to mm-hmm. get, you know. Or you're buying the frozen burrito out of the oh the vending machine. The which bombs. I'm not dogging on you. We've all done it. Oh, yeah. No. Every it's, single we person We say these things because it. we have done it. <laughs> yes. Yep. We are definitely not sitting here but they're saying how we're perfect and we've done this right and that right. But it's just yeah. life experience. Which, granted, exactly. coming from a couple of guys in their mid-20s with some law enforcement experience and things like that, you know, yeah, you're, there's some people out there that are going to snarl at us and say, Oh, you don't know shit. And you're probably right. We don't know shit. No, we definitely but we don't know, know a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we're also sit here. We sit here and we want to talk, want to talk to you. We want to talk to each other. Exactly. We're going to learn from each other. And then we're also going to learn from you guys as we get the social media and all those things going to where we can get more feedback and listen to your guys' comments. As I always like to say, no trolling because we will shut that down. <laughs> But it's just comes down to this conversation just kind of boils down to is just just better yourself. Find find one thing. And then when that one thing goes good, you'll find it so much easier to find another thing. Oh, exactly. just keep going. And then next thing you know, you just you just got a good quality life. And when it comes down to it, find the way that makes your quality of living good and work on every type of yourself. You know, don't just focus on the you at work, you know, focus on the you at home. Right. Or even if maybe you're in a position where you can't focus so much on the you at work, but you can focus on the you at home. Oh, definitely. And you, you can remember, that's your team. Right oh, exactly. There at home. But especially like there's, like I said, there's all these different types of you. Well, what if one day something goes wrong where the you at work goes away? Right. But you never took the time to focus on the you at home, the you as a husband, a father, a son, a brother, a daughter, right. a sister, whatever it is. Yeah. Even a dog owner, for goodness sakes. Right. But <laughs> if the you at work goes away, what's going to be left? You know exactly. what I mean? If you have only that one dimension, if that dimension gets taken away, then what? What, what, what are you going to turn to? What are you going to do? What kind of person are you going to become now that you don't know how to be a good husband, father, brother, sister, yeah. wife whatever make that your fallback plan how about exactly. that yeah. instead of thinking well if i lose my job here i can always just go to work there it's like yeah, yeah but what about what about when you just got to be home right now yeah, we, we all most we of all us get, we all get days off yep. unless you're a nurse yeah right no kidding gotta love those nurses too. That is a messed up schedule man but we all in the end we all want to not work one day we all want to retire so what are you going to do when you retire are you going to be stuck and just sit on your butt and drink beer because you don't know what to do with life? Which or, most people, that gets old. Yep, it does. And it ends up, you know, ends up killing a lot of people, especially oh, yeah. in the active careers. Oh, yeah. Our mill is notorious for it. But, you know, I look at, like, Dad, for example. He's excited to retire because he has a good home life. You know, he's, he's always been a great father. When he comes home, work was left at work. You know, for the longest time, I didn't know what the hell Dad... I knew Dad was a cop. I knew he drove a car fast, and every once in a while, I'd come home with a scratch or a bruise or something. Mm-hmm. But besides that, he left work at work for the most part. Yeah, you bring a little bit of everything home. Sure, it's well, of course. part there's, of the territory. There's always going to be those nasty stories that you got to get off your chest. Right. Maybe something that excites you a little bit or, or what have you. Exactly. But, but for the most part, that's a good example of having... 
the dimensions, the good work life, the good husband life, the good father life. And he's, he looks forward every day to retirement because he's just going to spend it with mom. Well, oh, yeah. That's what he's, he's going to spend it with your mom. He's going to spend it with you and his kids and his grandkids. Exactly. And he'll have the freedom to do whatever he wants. Yep, exactly. And then he you gets know. to collect that paycheck that he worked his ass off for. Exactly. And worse comes to worst, find a hobby. Oh, definitely. Know? Please do not. If you retired, you don't have anything to do, find a hobby or, you know, worst case scenario, go back and find a part-time job because do not sit on your butt. That will... It'll kill you. It will kill you. Especially if you're the type of person... I think the average law enforcement officer that retires and just does nothing from that point, 18 months. That was a study that they did, yeah. You're dead in 18 months. So and I, I said the mill earlier. On, on average, the guys at the mill, when they retire from the mill, they live on average from... Five to ten years. That's that's it. And they can retire Which from the mill at sixty usually. It's not very long. No, no. And it's not and it's the downhill slope very quickly. It's not just like, oh, you wake up dead five years. Mm-hmm. No, it's your quality of living and your body just shuts down because if you don't have anything to do to fill your mind and keep your body going, yeah. Your body's just gonna stop. Well, if your body has existed for forty years, not necessarily doing the same thing every day, but having a routine. Oh yeah. You know, knowing Okay, I have to wake up around this time. I've got to go to work at this time. I've got to be awake here. I've got to wear an uncomfortable vest or I've got to do a, you know, I've got to make the tissue paper or whatever the hell it is they do out there exactly. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden you just stop. Yep. Not good. That body is going to we'll go haywire. Oh yeah. What the hell is going on? Right. Why why are we stopped all of a sudden? Exactly. You know, your brain might know why you're stopped because you hit retirement age and it's time to sit at home and get paid to do it. But your body as a whole is going to not know. Yep. Not know what the heck. You need to have an outlet to keep that, keep that energy up to keep, you know, just kind of keep your mind and body busy doing something. You know, whether it's, you know, going running around with the grandchildren or you, you know, decide to do some DIYs around the house. Or it's always room for DIY. Oh, that is true, especially when you own a home. I'm already starting to look at some of the things we had have to do. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just for you guys who are getting close to retirement. Um, I I encourage you look what what what's your plan now? What are you gonna do? And I'm sure a lot of you have plans, and maybe some of your plans are just to sit around and do nothing. Maybe enjoy retirement for a few months, you know, six months. Just kind of sit back and relax. But do not make a habit of it. Find something to do. Even if you do something like you worked your whole career working five days a week with two days off, work two days a week with five days off. There you go. That's perfect right there. You know, I'd, I'd pay money to be able to switch, do a little switcheroo like that. Oh, no kidding, right? Okay. Without What I'd it, give to have that kind of schedule. Without it hurting my vacation bank. <laughs> yeah, right, no kidding. You know, there's I see a lot of uh, widowed, widows in the valley who volunteer or even even, and it's not just the widows it's you know the grandchildren have left or grandchildren are growing up doing their own thing so they don't even have grandbabies running around their kids of course are off you know doing their careers making grandbabies making grandbabies exactly and so you know grandma has to find something to do and they volunteer which is awesome and that's why you know i see all these little old ladies in the hospitals or you know at the library run you know work in the library and they just volunteer their hours and time because it gives them something to do and also you know you see an 80 year old lady and she's you know sharp as a 1950s black and white <laughs> which those are actually pretty sharp but anyways yeah they are actually not bad at all not but bad at all no i think it's it's just keeping taking care of your body and mind and listening to what you need 
it's it'll tell you and if you listen to what it has to say and you heed it it'll your mm-hmm. mind and body will give you a lot of good years a lot of good years exactly could not agree more right oh man it's a beautiful day man it is fantastic but we don't talk about weather we here. don't talk about the weather the most you'll hear is it's a beautiful day or that well, we ended up inside because it rained. Exactly. Or yeah. the snows have fallen. Yeah. I can see the kids are going to go jump in the pool a little bit later. It's going to be perfect for that. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be a good day for that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's about probably getting that time, man. You're going to be taking a nap here in a little bit. I think it is. It's about about time to go on shift. Yeah. But it's been a great, great conversation. I agree. As always, and we hope to have many, many more. Right. But... We hope you all learned something today. We hope you all had a good time listening. And, uh, yeah, we will catch you at the next next conversation. Exactly. So we hope you all enjoyed it. We certainly did. Stay healthy. Stay strong. Till then. Do something. You know, like always, have a good cigar. Drink some good liquor. Drink responsibly. Take care of each other. Be safe. And we'll talk to you next time. And God bless America. <laughs>